0: the host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Welcome back, champion.
1: Hey, this is a really cool interview. Um, It's my interview with Jeremy Todd, and Jeremy and I met about four years ago. He bought one of my products, the Every Day is Saturday Academy, and then he came on board as a private coaching client, signed up, uh, the whole enchilada, and we worked together intimately, and Jeremy launched his podcast. I think he's—you'll have to listen to the podcast. He said 400,000, 500,000 downloads. Now, it's crazy. He's one of the most positive people that you will ever meet. He's just an average dude, lives in Indiana, and he wanted to come on the show because he's overcome a lot. He's overcome bullying. He's overcome bankruptcy, a bad attitude, alcoholism, uh, sexual abuse as a child. I mean, it is is—it is a powerful interview. you got to listen to Jeremy. He wrote a book as well, which I'm really proud of him uh you can check him out at jeremytodd.com. but all of our interview is talking about how to remain positive through really some of the darkest times of your life how to have a great attitude where that i mean this guy can literally walk into he he's been in the car business forever and I, he's got this talent he can literally walk into a new car dealership and start making 100 grand tomorrow i I've, I've been with i've been with this dude long enough now 4 or 5 years i've known him i've seen him go from a different dealership and just walk in and become the sales manager and start making a hundred grand. It's amazing, amazing. So you'll definitely pick up some really great um, information. It's just a conversation, two guys talking about life, the challenges of life, real authentic, no no BS. You know what I mean? It's just a couple of guys hanging out. You can kind of listen in on the conversation. Here you go with my main man, Jeremy Todd. All right, welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. So great to have everybody with us, Saturday Nation. Got my man, Jeremy Todd. Jeremy, what is up?
0: You know what, man? Life is so good. And before we get too far into this, Sam, I got to be your number one fan, brother. I've thought about this before we started today. I started listening to your podcast probably, man, five, six years ago at least. And um, I still, and I'm not trying to break my arm patting you on the back, but it's, it's got to be one of the best shows out there. I'm always jacked up. I love it. And I, it's my go-to podcast. I listen to it all the time. So thank you for what you do.
1: Dude, no, I guess that's a good, nice no problem, I love doing it, you know, I was talking this week earlier about the power of creating streaks, you know, like Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak, 56 games back in 1941, I don't know if that record's ever going to be broken, by the yeah, way, no but, way. you know, kids now got Snapchat streaks, you know, they take a photo and draw an S, and they got a streak, and my god, if they ever broke that streak, my kids, you might as well just, like, their life is <laughs> over, you know, yeah, but so once you start creating a streak like that, um you get momentum at any kind positive so i started podcasting in my car it's just like hey it's an easy way to do it didn't have to have a fancy studio a mixer or anything like that so let's go back to that when you and i met i remember you had bought the everyday saturday academy that was a course that came out about four, four or five years ago oh yeah and then you inquired about coaching you and i ended up working together one-on-one and i was just so fascinated by um hear <laughs> the car dealership. So Jeremy works. I'll have him. Talk, I'll have him talk about the car great. business. Great, isn't it? All my buddies. Like I've got a lot of buddies back in the day. That if you've ever been, in, if you've ever been in sales long enough, you you always know a buddy in the car business that came from the car business. You know, and they described it as a fishbowl. Like you're looking out every day. Who's got ups? Who's on the lot? Oh, now this yeah. is the not. This is the '90s. You know, going into 2000 <laughs> stuff. So, but you. You've got a book coming out. It's out, The Positive Side. You've got a podcast called The Positive Side. You can check that out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, Jeremy Todd, The Positive Side. We're gonna have, that's why he's on the show today is to talk about his new book that he wrote. And I, I, there's some really fascinating stuff in that book about how you overcame bullying, bankruptcy. You know, you've never written more than two paragraphs in your life. Uh, you know, it's crazy stuff, dude. So anyway, this whole car dealership like take me back to when you and I first met four or five years ago what were you doing you're working a car dealership right
0: yeah you know it's a great story and um uh when I first started listening to your podcast I you know anytime you work in the car business you get burnt out I mean you it absolutely wears you out not just physically big the bigger thing is really mentally you just it's just a never-ending drain on uh who you are your your personal life your friendships your family relationships it's a non-stop drain it was a great great line I learned when I first started in the car business was it's hard on two things wives and shoes and it's exactly Mm. right because it it it, you work your butt off and you're constantly away from so and the is that coming okay yeah yeah the mic was coming in now it's fine okay well yeah okay well anyways and um It was crazy. I was I was working, you know, 8 a.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. and it was just too much. And but I was making six figures. I was I was killing it, making a ton of money. And I just kept thinking to myself, there's got to be more. So I hooked up with you and and started coaching with you. I quit my six-figure job and uh, moved. I had enough. Uh, I went to North Carolina.
1: Where where were you? I I was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay, Fort Wayne.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was in Fort Wayne. And and you know what? Hey, Fort Wayne's a great town, but um, I just knew there was more for me in my life. And I was working a lot of hours, uh, hard on the family. It was brutal. Uh, So I quit my job. I quit a six-figure job making all the money in the world. Um, I never felt more alive. I left then, started the podcast, got with you, started coaching, and from really from then on, I decided and figured out who I truly was, and um, it's changed my life. I. started the podcast we've got thousands and thousands of downloads all over the world and um you know wrote a book about um you know some of the struggles that i've had in my life and i want to actually tell you one of the things that's in the book and this is yeah super important to me one of the reasons i wrote the book was obviously it talks about bullying and bankruptcy um and you know that's hard enough uh being five two and you know all these mental issues that we all we all have our mental issues but um one of the things I put in the book and this is going to be the first time I've ever told you this and probably the first time anybody's ever listened to this uh, my podcast or your podcast, but when I was 12 or 13, I was actually um, sexually abused by another kid. I put that in the book and I've in my own head I thought I fought the um, why I wanted to put it in there. Was it important? What are my, what's my family going to say? What's my friends, my kids? when they read this book. And why did I put all this other stuff in? I get asked this question all the time. And I have been completely blessed with the gift of gab and a personality and and confidence that is through the roof. I share those things in the book and my stories about overcoming these things because I I keep saying it over and over. I wanna give these people a voice. I want them to understand that no matter what you go through, no matter how bad it is, no matter how terrible the struggle is in your life, you can overcome. It's not easy. Um, it, one of the things that you told me when we first started coaching as well was uh, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think when you take that advice that you give, and that was really geared a lot towards um, being successful in the podcast. Yeah. But I also think the other part of that is life. Um, sometimes when you go through extremely tough times, you want to get out of it right away. And it's, it's unrealistic. It's not going to happen right away. It's going to take time. And I've struggled with it for years and years and years and years, but I've overcome, you know, and I think that message needed to be shared throughout the book because some people don't have the confidence or the gift of gab like I do to be able to share that and, and, and really work your way through it. So I share that story with you because why not? It's the number one motivational podcast in the world. Uh, put right, on not? blast. Right. You know, it's going to be on blast anyway. So, um, but I thought that was super important. I wanted to talk about that today on the show because um, I know there's people out there listening to this that have been through horrible, horrible times and understanding that, um, you know, with the proper mindset, uh, not taking myself way too serious, understanding that there are better times coming. Um, I figured what better way to talk about it on your show and um, you know, share that message with the whole world.
1: Yeah, dude. Look, I give you all the credit in the world. That's not easy to do. I didn't know that. Obviously, the first time I'm hearing that, and uh, I think it. You know, we all have baggage to whatever you want to equate. I don't know how you rate that one versus another. I think sexual abuse as a child has to be right at the top. If I don't know of anything worse than that, and then how that scars people for the rest of your life. You know, Um, and then here you are, though. You're always in a great mood. You ever think, you ever have had, you feel like you're faking it or is that genuine, authentic? Like, do you ever feel like, man, I'm just smiling to cover all that pain or is that real?
0: Great question. Uh, I think um, I, do, I do smile a lot of times to cover it all. But I also understand this that um, bad days are going to happen to all of us. They happen to me, they happen to everybody. But one thing that I understand is that they don't last. Um, I, I do small things to get myself out of the funk. I'll go to the gym, uh, I'll go for a walk. I'll sit in silence. I'll meditate. Um, but I know that I will overcome all this stuff. If I continue to stay in the darkness, you told me again, I, I know this is your pocket. I keep telling you all these things, but this is the impact that you've made on my life. Go ahead, man. Say it. Well, you, you always tell, tell the story about uh, walking through the valley. You know, it's valleys and mountains, valleys and mountains. You're either yeah. um, going into a, a tough time, coming out of it, or I've, I forget how you butch- I butchered that, but. No, you're right.
1: You see the valley and look, you just you can either pitch a tent and stay there or you can keep passing through. It's your choice, you know. Yeah.
0: So whenever I go through those tough times, I understand that hey, this is only a, a certain amount of time. And my mentality, my beliefs that I know I can get out of this, every once in a while it's nice to come you know, climb the or climb the highest tree, look to where I want to go eventually, and I can go back to where I am and understand that hey, I'm gonna get through all this. Uh, better times are coming. And, uh, and I know when people, uh, a lot of people struggle with depression, especially the crazy times we have now, people losing jobs and all this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, it's important to know that things are going to get better six, six months from now, a year from now, whenever it's going to happen, but it's going to get better. And, um, life is so beautiful, so important. And sometimes it's maybe it's the psychotic self in my, in my head that, uh, I enjoy some of the things when I, when I struggle, it allows me to face these things one-on-one and work myself, work my way through these things. That makes me stronger, that makes me better. And, uh, and also I, I think that uh, other people are watching me. My kids are yeah. watching, my friends are watching, my family's watching, how's he doing it? If yeah. he can get through these tough, crazy ass times, then <laughs> so can I, right? that's the way I look yeah. at it.
1: <laughs> you know, one of the fascinating things I found about you when we were working together is you would walk out of a hundred grand job and walk into a hundred grand job. And you, know, you hired me to coach, it wasn't cheap. And then you had to invest in a funnel that we built, it wasn't cheap. And I'm thinking this guy, this guy just walks in and out of a hundred grand jobs. Like you, you were, there was a point where you weren't working and you're like, Hey man, money's getting a little tight. I might have to go like, be, be I, I might have to go run a dealership somewhere. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how are you just walking as I, oh, you know, make a hundred grand a year. I'm like, that is incredible. Like, You're just talking, like because when you and I were working together, you started the podcast. There's no instant gratification. You're getting the downloads. you get your name. The positive side wasn't even a thing. I mean, you created that and started getting momentum with it. And so then you're like, yeah, you know what? Money's getting kind of tight. I'll have to go run a dealership somewhere. i somewhere. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll check back with you in a couple weeks. So then you go in and you're making (laughs) like 10, 12 grand a month. How do you... It's just... It's walked me... I'm always fascinated. Walk me through how you go into a dealership and get a job paying 100 grand a year when... You know, it just doesn't even make any sense. You know, how does
0: that work? How do you position yourself? I guess is the best question. Well, the biggest thing is knowing what I'm worth, Uh, knowing my self worth. I I know I'm not, and no disrespect to anybody out there not making that much money, but I know I'm not a $10 an hour guy. Uh, I I, I know I bring value, I know I'm bringing um, positivity, motivation, inspiration, culture. There's so many places out there that need culture right now. So when I walk in, hey, man, I, I just had this this confidence and you know i don't even know where it really came from um but uh i just feel hey if if you don't hire me you're making a big mistake but it's walking in there that there's no one even close to me you need me more than i need you (laughs) it sounds so silly saying it out loud but it's true right i just got this confidence that it's um nothing can stop me and nothing will and that's why um you know that's why i came onto the podcast that's why i hired you year years and years ago because i know over time, if I continue to do what I'm doing, it's going to pay off and nothing can stop me. That's why I look
1: at it. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So when you, when you were starting to, you know, share ideas and your thoughts about the book, you overcame bankruptcy, a bad attitude, uh, bullying as well. But another thing I didn't realize alcoholism, because I saw the YouTube video you had sent to my phone as well, kind of a prepper or teaser for your book. Talk about alcoholism. When was that in your life? I didn't know that.
0: Well, it's it's uh, how do I describe this? Because you know, there's no right or way or right or wrong way to describe alcoholism. I can describe it as uh, – It's pretty easy when you see the person get DUI after DUI after DUI, and, and they're yeah. a wreck. Their life's a train wreck. Or you can talk about with my life is, you know, I never miss a day at work. I'm always on time. I, I, I I'm that guy that um, I can have ten beers at night, and I will be early at work the next day. Yeah. And then I may not drink for three or four days, but what I've identified with myself is it's just not right for me. It's It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve my bigger purpose. Uh, it creeps its head back up uh, either when I'm depressed or even when I'm in a good mood. Alcohol alcohol is the craziest drug in the world. It, it can... You know, and that's why it's one of those things that uh, no matter what the market is, the market's good, alcohol sales are through the roof, markets bad, alcohol yeah, yeah. sales are through the roof. Yeah, um, but it's something I've struggled with and it, it doesn't serve me. My cousin recently passed away from drinking too much. Uh, I had a good buddy of mine who passed away from drinking too much recently. And, um, I, I think when, when people that drink try trying to compare themselves to other people drinking, it's 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 two different things, it's not the same yeah. for me, yeah. drinking. It's it's terrible. It's terrible for my health. It's terrible for my family. Yeah. Um, and I struggle with it and it's real. And a lot of people do, but I tell people every day, Hey man, I'm not perfect, um, but I don't give up. I'm going to continue to fight. I'm going to continue to talk about it. I'm going to be yeah. honest with myself and vulnerable to other people saying, Hey, this is what I struggle with. And and again, I want other people to, to take that and understand that they can be vulnerable and authentic with other people and get help. Um, life is way more important with people here than than not here. And I think you need to start taking care of yourself and be uh, honest with yourself when it comes to alcoholism or any drugs. I mean, man, there's a lot yeah. of drugs have problems out there, but yeah.
1: Yeah. You important. know, I asked you that question because my mom was a raging alcoholic and uh I think it's got some hereditary thing. I I've often thought about, you know, I'm more of a wine guy now, but I'll fire back six or eight Bud Lights and a campfire on a Friday night out in the back of my house. And like you, I'll show up, do whatever I got to do the next day, drive my kids to a lacrosse tournament or cross country. I've thought about giving up drinking a number of times as well because I don't like how I show up when I'm drinking. Um, my personality changes. Um, I'd like to tell you that I'm, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it is a big deal. You know, my wife has said something to me. I mean, we've been married 23 years almost. So she's like, Hey man, you were a real ass. Like, I'm like, geez, I didn't mean to be, you know, but I've often thought about giving it up as well. But then I think, geez, what's wrong with, uh, like last night we had, we had our Bible study on zoom because we can't do it with COVID. Everybody's 80 years old in this group. And so, you know, we're doing it on zoom and I'm having a couple glasses of wine, you know, um, I'm not drunk. I'm not sober, I'm sure, because two glasses of wine, you're not the way you were before two glasses. I don't know. You know, I don't know if I should give it up, not give it up, or I don't know. That's why I asked you about it, because yeah, I don't think I, I don't have an alcohol problem. I think I, obviously every alcoholic would say that, but I also know that if I was at a party, I'd be like, geez, I wish I could have a beer. That kind of sucks, you know? Yeah,
0: I I, um, I guess with for me, I, I've analyzed myself so much depending on what kind of mood I'm in. And I'm so self critical. Um, Am I on my A game today? Am I not present? Am I not sleeping well? I mean, all these things I think about every area of my life. And and a lot of times it's affected when I have alcohol. If I have three, four beers, I don't sleep as well. I'm not as focused. Um, Is it worth it? Was last night worth it having those beers? I don't. I don't know, and I, and I don't want to get preachy and say, hey, this is what you should do or anybody should do, but for me, it just doesn't really serve me, and I've struggled with – I'll quit for a week, quit for a month, quit for six months, um, but I'll go back and say it's okay. I don't know. It's a, it's a mess, man, But I keep, but I keep working on it, right? I'm still mm-hmm. focused on it, and I'm, I'm still trying to do the best I can, so it's all good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, I got it, dude. I got it. I just, I'm always intrigued by that. That's why I asked the question. I saw that when you were talking about the book and the promo for it and all that good stuff. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm, going to ask him about that when we chat, you know? So with the positive side, how many downloads you got, by the way, the podcast?
0: I bet I'm close to 400,000 now. And, um, you know, it's a lot, man. It's, it's and, you know, I don't compare myself to some people like the man, the myth, the legends got millions and millions and millions, but some people have a hundred, some people have 200. For me, the numbers are right where it should be uh, for my journey. And this is another bit of advice you gave me. I actually put this in the book um, was um, I, when I did my first few podcasts, I thought I was going to be international speaker and have planes and making millions of dollars. Okay. And uh-huh. <laughs> you told me a while ago that um, my success will come when I'm ready for the success to happen. Something along those lines.
1: Yeah. So yeah. It's,
0: for me, it's just on the pace that it needs to be. It's getting more and more successful. I'm on more and more shows, more and more people want to be on my show, uh, the book, the podcast, the social media, yeah. the YouTube channel, all these things are starting to take off, but I'm just excited about the future. You know, a year, two years, three years, eventually my time will come where I can get completely out of the business, but right mm-hmm. now it's just not that time.
1: Well, you're in the car business right now, right?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I work at a group called Kelly Automotive Group in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Work with the best team, the nicest people, the most laid back atmosphere, and I love it. Um, and it's really, then they support me. They support me a lot. Uh, we were going to have a book signing at the dealership, but you know, COVID's kind of changed those things a little bit, but, um, a lot of, support, do they, that makes do they know you have a podcast? They do. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. They do. And, and, um, they ask me every once in a while, Hey, what kind of car guys do you have on there? I don't have any car guys on the podcast. <laughs> I don't have any, there's not a lot of them out there that I'd want on the podcast, but, um, but they do. And they, and they support me and, my, and, and, um, I, I couldn't ask for anything better the, the, in the position that I'm at right now with family, my job and the podcast. Life's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's such a mature attitude to take because you got all those downloads and it didn't start overnight. I mean, that's a crazy amount of downloads for a podcast. I mean, that's just amazing. And it comes because you keep sowing the seed, sowing the seed, sowing the seed. Well, uh, what do you want to do with your podcast? What's the purpose of it? Like, where do you want to take it?
0: You know, I've, I've thought about this a lot recently too. Uh, mainly the podcast was just to, uh, it's almost like a diary for myself, talking about all the things that I struggle with and being vulnerable and authentic, and hopefully inspiring somebody. You know, the emails I get are right now financially enough for me because I'm changing lives around the world. I get emails yeah. every day, "Hey Jeremy, I listened to your podcast, and man, I can't tell you what the impact it made." But I, I like to almost, uh, gosh, you know, the word "coach" has been thrown around a million different ways. Uh, yeah, a million different coaches. Uh, But I think I I really have to start working on more mindset coaching more than anything. I've done sales coaching for a long time, but I really like mindset coaching. And um, so that's really where I'm going to start gearing a lot of my energy and, and time and energy towards getting people's mindset right for life, business. If it's sales, it's sales. But, man, mindset is such a big thing about overcoming fear and overcoming uh, you know, imposter syndrome, all these different things that uh, I've worked really, really hard to overcome, and I've got proof. The other thing I, I don't like about a lot of coaches out there that uh, have never done anything,
1: yeah.
0: um, and, and I'm, I'm that guy. Hey, I'm the guy that's authentic. This is what I've been through, and this is what I've overcome. So that's, that's obviously probably the next move for the, the Positive Side Podcast. Is coaching? Coaching, no, speaking too. I, I love speaking, speaking too, yeah. obviously.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's wild. We, you know, you came to a few of my events as well. I mean, I remember you in Atlanta, you came to Cincinnati. Um, and those are, I tell people all the time, you don't need to have events where there's a thousand people or 500 people. You can have a very powerful event where 20 people are in the room, you know, because then you have an opportunity to interact with not only the speaker, but you have an act, a chance to interact with the attendees. And I think people really miss out on that. You know, when you and I are working together and we haven't talked in a while, but when we were working together, you know, you would come to an event. There might have been 20, 30, 40 people there at the most. But those were amazing times. We still have friends from those. You think about Jesse and Brandon and everybody that was at the j And, you know, those are that's why people got to get out and host when COVID's all over. And, you you, you know, you can travel again and you know all these restrictions. I think you and anybody who wants to should go grab a room at a Hampton Inn or a Marriott, reserve it for
0: 10 or 20 people and have an amazing time, you know not a bad idea i think i should do that because like you're exactly right the people that we met at your event were amazing um you know jesse cole brandon hanley jay Mart, uh, coach john daly jeff lip uh, i mean yeah. the list goes on and on and on all those people out there but uh those are some of my lifelong friends now i i uh jesse um jesse helped me out with my book which again if anybody wanted to write a book i'd recommend reach out to jesse he did a great job and if it wasn't for your event i would have never met him yep um so i owe a lot to him as well
1: yeah crazy man So, so what's the when you have the book now and you've got this thing and it's crazy that you only wrote two paragraphs, you said, in your entire life. Yeah. How would you get a book done?
0: Well, uh, like I said, number one was to hire a coach. And I think everybody should hire a coach. If you want to accomplish something, you want to get – you could think, probably think, – I could have figured it out. It might take me 15, 20 years to write a book. But yeah, I spent the money and hired a coach. And I think if you're wanting to start a podcast – hire Sam Crowley to, to do a podcast for you. If you want to work on mindset, Hey, hire me for that. If you want to write a book, hire somebody. The accountability was the big thing. I put my money where my mouth was. And um, I'll never forget what even with Jesse. I said, Jesse, Hey, I'm going to write a book. i he's like, yeah, sure. You are. I said, well, no, I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. And he said, why don't you do it right now? And I'm like, okay, well, is, I said, oh, my credit card's down in my car. I don't want yeah. it to be. He's like, go down and get it right now. I'm yeah. like, all right. All right. So then he got me. And then I, and then he held me accountable and I wrote the book. And, uh, but again, it was something that was important to me. So I put my money up, committed to it and got it done. Uh, uh, you know, we joke about the two paragraphs, but, um, I've never written that much of my entire life. So for me, writing the books, hilarious, but it was something that I really, really wanted to do and it's done and it's accomplished. So it makes me feel so much better about, uh, it's accomplishing other goals in my life, but accountability, hiring a coach and putting your money where your mouth are is, is so important.
1: Accountability, hiring a coach and putting your money where your mouth is. Man, that should be the title of today's podcast. You know, because everybody wants that, you know, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that. But when it's time to throw your head into the ring, it's like, hey, like you said, oh, my credit card's down in my car. And it's not about the money. It's never about the money, but the money holds you accountable because anybody can walk away from a thousand bucks. You put on a zero percent APR card, and who cares? It's a hundred bucks a month, it's paid off in a year. No big deal. But You start investing several thousand dollars in your dream and now it's like, hey, this ain't talk anymore, you know, I got to actually put up or shut up because anybody, you've you've talked to people, I talk to people, we all hear from people, oh, I'm going to get started, Sam, I'm going to get started, Jeremy, you'll you'll hear back from me and you never hear back from them because life happens and, you know, life isn't easy, it's just not, anybody can say it is and, oh, I've got life figured out, it's not, you know, you're going to get hit Like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. And, you know, me getting punched in the face was having a daughter born at one pound with no clue how to raise a kid on a trach or a ventilator or anything like that with millions of dollars of hospital bills. That's a punch to the face. But here we are five years later. And by the way, you and I started coaching and we met through all of that turbulence that was going on in my life, you know? So I had to show up. You had to show up in order for that to be a great relationship working together. Think if I would have said, yeah, you know, Jeremy, just bear with me. I got a kid on a trach, a ventilator. (laughs) I'll get with you, man. I'll get with you. You know, and that's not high level. That's not showing up, you know,
0: well, no, but it also gives you an example of, Hey, if you know, no matter what you were going through, you committed to it. And if you did not commit to it, then I wouldn't be where I am either. It's, you don't realize what you're doing at the time. You know, it, it's, it's, Oh, Hey, I'll do it next week. But that impact of long term. you know, it's like if you shoot a target from two feet, you're going to hit the, bu- the bullseye. If you aim something, you know, a hundred feet away, you're not going to be anywhere close. If you're off just a little bit, and and that's really what it boiled down to was, you were focused at that time. I was focused at the time, and now look at it, it worked out perfect. It worked out just the way it was supposed to work out.
1: Exactly, it worked out just the way it was supposed to work out. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So when you do decide to make a pivot, because right now you're back in Fort Wayne, Indiana, you're working at a car dealership. You love what you do. You got your kids. I mean, life is good right now. That's not where you are. It's not where you're going to settle. It's not where you're going to be ten years from now. Because of what you did five years ago, now you got a podcast with almost a half million downloads. Now you got a book. So, book plus podcast, you're being interviewed. I'm not the only one interviewing you. You got momentum, man. So, congratulations. By the way, I forgot to mention this. When you want to pick the book up, go to jeremytod.com. com. The book's called The Positive Side. Everything this guy does is called
0: The Positive Side. How many people in your Facebook group? <laughs> I got close to 12,000 now. It's great. 12,000. You started That's with zero. Great. Yeah, well, I started with. Uh I think I started. I wonder who the first person was. I look back and, you know, a quick, real quick story about starting. Um, yeah. I'll never forget when I first started the podcast and I sent my first episode out and it's it's still on iTunes. It's horrible. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I leave it up there for all the people starting and say, no, that guy sucked that bad. Look at him now. Yeah. I'll never forget when I first took the podcast and I submitted it out to everybody in my, fa- in my phone. It's like the moment of truth. I hit send and I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I got to, the first message I got back was, are you okay? <laughs> Do you need money? And I'm like, okay, here we go. This is great. This is great. And then I got a couple of people, Hey, this is great. And some people are, Hey, if you need anything, let me know. It was, it was awesome. Uh, but that was putting because myself you, on flash. because you started a podcast. Oh yeah. It was great. Oh it was hilarious. Are you,
1: if you need money, let me know. That's that my, when I, when I got started, everybody, they wanted to have an internet intervention with me, man. It's like, Hey, I think Sam's gone. He's uh, we're we're losing him, man. He's gone off the deep end. He quit his yeah. job, and now he's calling everybody champion. And oh my That's god,
0: great. you know. That's oh hey, real quick too. This is gonna be great. This is another thing. I know I keep. I didn't know I keep saying another thing. Yeah. But one of my favorite videos of you, and I tell you this all the time, is you on the news uh, talking about every day is Saturday with with yeah. no website, and I, I nope. love that story. Yep. I'm going on the news here in Fort Wayne in about uh, two weeks or so to talk about the book. Now, now, luckily, I have. I'm, I'm a little bit further along than you were when you did yours, because I actually have yep. a pocket or a website. Uh, yep. But man, that's all I keep thinking in my in my head is you having fun with the people and the lady looking at you like, what's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with this guy? I had plastic that's shoes on me. that
1: I got off the internet. Yeah, I, I bought a pair wait. of ten dollars plastic shoes off the internet from a tuxedo rental, and that's a whole story. When my pants fell down, introducing John Maxwell, but I bought a tuxedo off the internet for like okay. sixty bucks. It was a black tuxedo pants and top, and it came with three different cummerbunds and bow tie. It was emerald, green, ruby red, and black. And so three different days, I was the MC. I had three different <laughs> cummerbunds and bow tie. Well, the pants fell down the third day when I introduced John Maxwell right in front of everybody. That was hilarious. And then the shoes I kept, they were brighter than any, like it looked like I had just had them shined at the airport. And they were plastic, and I wore them for that interview. You can check it out on my YouTube channel. And you're right. I was yelling like I just like I just inhaled a gallon of something, you know, Red Bull. And I had no website. Um, even when I was pod, go to everydaysaturday.com. I had nothing there. I didn't care because, for me, it's never been about trying to, you know, be the big man on campus. For me, it was always just like, hey, I want to get this message out. I might get hit by a bus tomorrow, or you know, so I want to get this message out. And that lady, when we were done, was like, holy jeepers, this guy. Oh, my God. So chat with my buddy, Jeremy Todd, jeremytodd.com. Check out uh, his book right there. It finished the story about the Facebook group. It started with zero people. You got 12,000 people in there. Why did you start that group?
0: Well, again, it was just another area that. Uh, and what I, I love about it now more than ever is because it's consistently all these, all the motivational quotes that are on there. And when we have social media feeds that are just filled with just garbage, uh, you know, between the politics, negativity, he said, she said, I, I just, it just wears me out. And and I really love that my my Facebook page you can go to. And it's always positivity. If you're having a tough day, you can go there, look for videos of my mug on there talking about having a great Monday or whatever the case is, or just just a quote if you need it. But it's always motivational. It's always, always inspirational. I want it to be a place where you can go where you're going to get nothing but positivity on there. And that's really what it's turned out to be now. I Again, it's the same thing. I get people sharing them all. I get Something saw, I saw the other day, I think I had a 278,000 person reach for one post. I mean, wow. it's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. And you're just uh,
1: in there, I don't want to say just, but you you're not, You not. didn't reinvent the wheel. It's not like you came up with this great algorithm or thought process that nobody else thought of. You're in there just posting motivational, inspirational stuff, right?
0: Yeah. And one, one thing I did, I took a little bit of advice from Gary v. Uh He said, years ago, he said, if um, somebody has takes 10 seconds out of their time to write a comment or share yep. your post, you know, take two seconds and actually acknowledge it, respond to it. So if you, if you leave a quote on anything I do, or if you share it, if I can, cause some of them are privacy things, I always respond and I say, thanks for sharing on every single one, every single time. I don't miss them. Yeah.
1: That's smart. Gary That's great advice. Cause he, When I met him backstage in Lauderdale last year, he was responding back on Instagram and Twitter. He's right. You know, he does, he does all that stuff. Now he's got a billion people, so he can't do it with everybody, but that's anybody out there starting. If you want to really grow organic content, reply back to everybody who replies to you and thank them for replying to your content. Like I tell everybody, send me a DM on Instagram and I reply back with a video most of the time, you know, from my car to shoot a quick video saying, thank you. So uh, you're never too big man to connect with people. So Jeremy Todd, this was awesome. His book's called The Positive Side. You can check it out at jeremytodd.com. And it was great catching up with you, dude. I don't know why it took a, you writing a book for us to connect, but I guess that's just the way it is in these days. I love it.
0: Well, hey, man, next time I write the book, another book, I'll uh, see you in another year or so. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I think
1: that's so cool, you know, from where you started, um, you know, at least when I knew you back in 2015, 2016. No podcast, didn't even know what was what. I remember the first one, it was God awful, just like mine was, just like everybody's is. It's terrible when you start. I don't mean that as a slight to you. I mean, it's awesome that it was really bad because, and really bad subjective. It's just, I'm just agreeing with what you said. I'm not trying yeah, to throw shade at you. But uh, my my first two years were just, like I was talking into the built-in microphone on my laptop. Didn't even know what I didn't know, but it doesn't matter. Like when you just want to make a difference and you just want to get the music out, it doesn't matter what you sound like, man. Just do it. Nobody cares. Nobody's judging you. And the ones that are judging you, like the people that ask you if you need money to need help, that's not who you're talking to. Yeah. You know. Don't worry about it. Well, part of it's, it's just
0: understanding that they're going to be there. I, I think when people start, it's uh, you just got to get in your head that somebody is going to tell you you suck, and it's okay. You just expect it. And you're like, oh, okay, you're the guy that was going to tell me I suck. Cool. Now I can move on beyond that. But it's all mentality. It's all mindset.
1: Yeah. Uh, the book called The Positive Side, How He Overcame Bullying, Bankruptcy, and a Bad Attitude. I love that title, man. That's, uh, that's really good. So Jeremy Todd, great catching up with you. And uh, I know we'll be in touch soon. But a great job and congratulations on your book. That is so awesome to see.
0: Thanks, brother. I owe it all to you, my friend. Thank you.
1: You got a pal. Sam Crowley with Jeremy Todd for the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday Podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday Podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you